Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. I'm Mike. And man, what a week it has been. What a fucking this, week. This has been a very uh, uh very crazy kind of week. Strange, surreal, stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I um I decided on Tuesday, was it Tuesday or Monday? Tuesday night, I think. God, what night was it? I think it was a, t- a Monday night. I decided to uh, go to the doctor because I was having a lot of these bizarre symptoms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like just like pressure in my chest and a lot of like belching, um, like pain in my arms, like these shockwave sensations that would shoot through my body uh, for no fucking reason at all. And and it was just miserable and terrifying. And uh, I ended up going to the doctor on Monday night. And mm-hmm. after taking, like, a, you know, a look at me and, 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 and talking to me about whatever had happened uh, to leading up to me wanting to go to the, to the hospital, uh, which was that day having a day-long belief that I could not breathe— um, and yet somehow drawing breath the entire time, Fan, you know, interesting, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, he determined one of those things. he determined that my vitals were fine. Everything checked out. He said, this has to be your panic disorder. I think that your panic disorder is probably not being properly treated, but I'm a general practitioner. I'm not comfortable with adjusting your meds. So you need to talk to your psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that the Prilosec that you take, you need to take it in the evening and not in the morning because that seems to be what's causing a lot of the heartburn and the, the, the gassiness and stuff. Like, yeah, it's interesting with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah medications that specifically are like, take this in the evening. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's a, why? Am I going to turn into a fucking jackrabbit if I don't? Well, apparently there's uh-huh. a good reason for it, but uh, he said if it got really bad, I could take it in the morning too, but I should take it in the evening. And since I started doing that, uh, all those symptoms have gone away completely. And yeah, there you go. They do come back in waves, but like... Now it's kind of like, it's like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I mean, that's for, <laughs> I'm not for afraid me, of you anymore. <laughs> for me, I have a habit of doing that kind of stuff because it, I freak myself out with it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's a mechanism by which I can justify my anxiety. So I have a tendency to hold on to stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I probably terrified my neighbors just now with that shriek. You, you may very well have. <laughs> <laughs> neighbors like, what in the fuck is going on over there at that crazy household? Yep, the guy's always screaming. Uh, Friday nights, he does a lot of weird shit. Hey, I've got neighbors who scream. I've got these next door neighbors. Well, they're not my next door neighbors. So uh, the guy who uh, was right next to me. Mm-hmm. Who lived in the same mobile home that you used to live in? Yeah, the one that we uh, remodeled to yeah. a certain degree after uh, my previous one's demise. Well, last week we uh, he hauled it out of there, 
And I guess he's been living somewhere for a while. I have no idea, like, if he's in he a... He just pitched a tent right there on the dirt. <laughs> yeah. He's he living... cleaned it up before you before you got up, or he was sleeping in the storage shed, one of the two. <laughs> he, he was living in the shed. But in any case, in any case, they, they've been out there for the last two weeks, just, like, tap, tap, tapping away, doing stuff, leveling the ground, pouring concrete. It's amazing how much time it takes to put in... Yeah. A mobile home properly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and they are doing it right. Like they're pouring concrete and everything. It's they're doing it correctly instead of the half ass way that they used to be done. And uh this guy is gonna cinder have cinder blocks and just put it on cinder blocks and let it sit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was exactly it. yeah, take the axles off, maybe definitely take the tires off, but uh just put it on cinder blocks, fuck it. Put some skirting around it, it's good. Yeah. So they're going to bring this thing in here, I'm assuming, next week at some point. I think w- once that concrete has had some time to good get good and hardened. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's get hard concrete. Hard, oh. porous concrete. Um, oh. Yeah, so I'm going to have a neighbor with a new place. But in the meantime, um, and I mean, I hope it's a new one, man. I hope he has a nice place coming to him because he's a decent mm-hmm. guy. He seems like a decent guy. I've never had a problem with him. I had two conversations. Yeah, I've never had a problem with him either. I've had two conversations with the dude. He seemed really cool to me, and it was one of those things where it was like, "Hey, you know, you and I aren't really going to be friends, okay? But we're not going to be enemies either. We're just sort of neighbors, and that's all we are. Is that cool? I mean, he's not going to be as awesome as your previous neighbor no, there, but of course it, not. It, that's that's a hard uh, that's a hard sell right there. True, uh, but the point what is the that fuck? it was shut up. <laughs> My cat. I, I hear them. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to to do that. You you. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So in the meantime, I've had this this intervening space has opened up the neighbors on the other side of him, who are screaming loud jackasses. Ah. They have these two little tiny dogs, and they're the cutest little dogs in the world. And they're sweet, but they're yippy, and they. You don't mean like yippee? Yeah, like like more like yippee, 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 yippee like okay, that. I was like yippee, like they were excited about something. Maybe they were going to the fair. I, th- I don't know. I think they are excited about something at all times. These dogs are just bred that way. They're they're wired that way. Um, <laughs> My dogs are always anticipating something fun. Yeah, exactly. So these dogs are like having the greatest time in the world, and the 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 neighbors are yelling, "Hey, shut up!" Get over here. Get over here. Shut up. Now, come on over here. Hey, come in here. Come here. And the dogs are whipped up with excitement because they think it's fun. So they're uh-huh. running off and being encouraged by all this. And these, they're, they're just, they're hapless. They have no idea what they're doing. The neighbors or the dogs? The, the neighbors. They okay. just, they're just, they're just inexperienced dog owners that, and it's just a little bit hilarious to me having 20 years of experience <laughs> watching these, these poor people try to manage these two very simple dogs, you know, these very l- l- tiny, happy, sweet little dogs who would just do fine. Just put them on a leash, man. You can't let them run around because they are wild and they will run out of your yard. <laughs> And you don't know how to get them to come to you, which is the real problem. It's not so much that they'll run yeah. away. It's that you've never figured out how to get them to come to you. And yeah, screaming, I have them for my dogs, and they are right there. Right, and because you, you've used the right kind of positive reinforcement to do it. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I hope. 
Well, and also it's about being like, I guess the alpha dog, you know, that's, I think, yeah, that's, that's more it for me. I go around and I pee on everything. I sniff butts the hardest Yeah. and uh, I get the biggest food bowl. Right. So I think that they see me as the leader. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I think it, it works. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And those little dogs, they're easy to dominate like that. Just you know, he's bark at him, and they're like, "Oh God, yeah. he's got a very loud voice." Yeah, all you have and to he do speaks is in many tongues. Pick them up by the scruff of their neck with your teeth. That'll mm-hmm. that'll teach them. I carry yeah, carry them around a little bit gently. I mean, you don't hurt them. No, of course not. You just you just you just gotta let them. You gotta let them know. You know, I can pick you up and carry you. Can you do that to me? Yeah. Okay, I'm in charge. And I that's can, how that works. Yeah. And then you get down and you go. I can do that anytime I want. That's right. Even if your fur is wet and you were just rolling in manure, I can still do it. I probably won't, but I could. I'll wear a dental dam first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or just cover you in plastic. Whenever Just a little, like, saddle, you know? Whenever I think of a dental dam, I'm thinking basically of a mouth condom, and that makes me want to suffocate. Well, that is exactly what a dental dam is. Is it? Is, uh, is, is, is like a mouth It's like, a, I, from what I understand, it's like a, a sheet of... Um, like, like, I don't know, like latex, maybe, or whatever condoms are made out of that isn't latex, because I'm drawing a blank right this moment. But uh, yeah, so, and basically, so? you can get in there and lickety split, so to speak. Uh, and uh, yes, you don't come in contact with anything other than your own saliva and, like, I guess the taste of of whatever material that is. It's like when I've seen, you know, um. Um, adult films mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, where the uh, actress was was uh, filleting the actor uh, with a condom on, and the only thing I think is I don't know what dick normally tastes like, but I bet that makes it taste a whole lot weirder. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, mm, this tastes like a rubber glove. This is fantastic. And that's assuming there's no spermicide or anything else on it too. Or lube. Yeah, well, you, you just, I'm going to tell you right now, you made me gag a little bit when you said that, well, because I just thought, I just thought of like a glob of that being like, oh, like it gets on your tongue and like it, ugh. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the thing for the visceral experience that you're really looking for mm-hmm. in order to prepare, because how good is that going to be to the other side of the da- dental dam where there's no saliva at all? That's just a dry <laughs> rubber tongue. Well, yes, yeah. to start off with, yes, but then I think that the uh that the process goes that typically um you know the wetness begins and uh, and from uh, where the the clip becomes erect well dude you think that so okay we're talking about a dental dam we're not fucking somebody no but you're you're eating pussy that's what dental dams are for i thought it was for blowjobs no, 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 no. That's a dental dam oh, is okay. See, is, I, is is for is for women. Okay. Well, all right. I had a completely misunderstood. Yes, yes. A dental dam is basically like a sheet of rubber or plastic that you would put over the vagina well, and then go to town on it. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that, initially, but- if, at first. I guess you got to get a little stimulation to get a little moisture going down there because otherwise, yes, it would be like rubbing dry saran wrap on your genitals. 
Uh, okay, no, it's, actually, I get it now, and I'm I'm okay with that. Can we pretend it was what I thought it was, though? Because okay, sure. Yeah, because I'm picturing it as like this thing that goes in your mouth, like around your <laughs> lips, right, and then around your tongue and the back of your mouth, like like that fitted. would be like sucking a dick with a condom on, right? Exactly. Am I, am, I'm correct in this. Yeah, they, I don't. I don't. But it I mean, lines and, the inside <laughs> of your mouth. It fits perfectly, like it's fitted. You know, any moisture in there would be disturbing because that's probably coming from some kind of uh, uh, either urine or some ailment that causes you to have moist genitals. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> when so, you don't typically, I got I got a big sweaty dick right now. Would you like some <laughs> Fomunda cheese? Well, here's the alternative. I'd though. love to put that in my mouth with plastic. How about you squeeze like a good dollop of gel lube into your into your <laughs> mouth? As you do so, and then go like that to mix it all around in there. Make sure every cranny and crevice. I am getting one of the most disgusting visuals I have ever conjured up. Thank you. Now, aren't you glad you played with me in this space? Let let me let me search it out. I'm very glad. Yeah, I'll never be able to look at spermicide. Wait, that's right. I've never really used it, and I don't now because you know, I don't need to. Yeah. I don't have sex. That's why. Ah. <laughs> oh, can't get my hand pregnant. <laughs> what if you could? You know, dude, I think we'd, we'd be fucked all the time. I had like a nightmare about that one time. I think, you know, I'm not absolutely positive. It wasn't just an abstract fucked up thought that I had when I was drunk or something. But yeah, could you imagine like little like human, like, f- like regular full body human slash hand hybrids running around so would it be like okay so would it be like a body of a hand and five faces one on each thumb i feel like it would be the hamburger helper if the glove was his head and then he had like normal arms and legs and everything that's what i think but they'd be small but he have a big burly face like a huge face yeah, a, like big, a big fucking hand-looking face. Yeah, like like sort of like what Hesh looked like in that one episode of C-Lab when he got mutated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think there was something that I saw that looked like that one time, and I can't remember what the fuck he it was. He just has this big, strong, powerful chin and this giant head. His, his whole <laughs> torso is his head. Well, yeah, and you would essentially, you would have, like, four fingers on top for hair. Yeah. And then, like, one jutting out the side. For thumb. And I'm assuming that you, I mean, I would guess that you, they would probably be able to grab things. I don't know. That would be, that would be strange. Like, I can use my, my hands on my arms for grabbing and my, my entire head. I find it's really, really unhealthy to spend too long thinking about the internal organs and, and and physiology of of food mascots because you'll just go that's a dark hole to go down man i'm telling oh, yeah, you it is. that's a very dark hole to go down you you better fucking believe that all right let's take a look at captain crunch why is captain crunch captain not captain so i don't know captain yeah captain yep. so i don't you and the captain make it happen I don't know what that is that we're making happen besides lacerations on the roof of my mouth no, but well yeah. especially if it's the allberries then your your mouth is just the roof of your mouth is just rubble. Captain for a Crunch week. in general fucking will shred the inside of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. 
just the squares. But the crunch berries are like double that because they have that round, grindy kind of thing. I'm convinced that you could put crunch berries into a rock tumbler with any kind of, you know, rock, and the rock will not survive, but the crunch berries will. Yeah, exactly. They will polish it to the most amazing um, smoothness. And, yeah, and, delici- that's, that's and deliciousness, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say the rock may be partially edible at that point. I mean, the dust definitely is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You can make yeah. a punch out of it. Mm. Now you're making me hungry for crunch berries. So, I, I'm picked, first of all, I'm suspect of, of, of Captain Crunch simply because Captain Crunch, again, I should say, because his title doesn't sound official to me. I, I think anyone can just go around calling themselves Captain. You know, I think that does I think he have a commission in some navy and where? Yeah, I'd like to I see. Think, I think he has he has a commission in in the breakfast navy. Well, I don't recognize and, their fucking authority, Mike. Um, and 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 his his title is really meant to to give you a sense of um, of comfort in his leadership ability, I think, and um, you know, to bring the eggs and sausage in line, if you will, and. And to really just start your day off with a little bit of order, I think that I think that's what it is. I think that's really where it comes from. I mean, King Vitamin for me did a very similar thing. King Vitamin was also a cereal that would shred the inside of your fucking mouth. Oh sure. And it was called King Vitamin, but it had the most sugar out of any cereal in existence is that that's interesting yeah right it didn't taste sweet it tasted fucking horrible but it had it had a ton of sugar in it <laughs> now, how can you put that much sugar into something and it still tastes like ass I, not, not I, good ass i don't know i do not know <laughs> uh, speaking of sugar i have got a story for you then okay Just remind me i will captain crunch i want you to take a look at a picture of captain crunch something about oh, I've, I've looked at him a million times. I know exactly what he looks like. Well, then you know that his eyes are somehow floating outside of the orbs of his skull and over the top of his hat. Sounds reasonable to me. It sounds It's horrifying. It always bothered me. Ever since hey. I was a kid, it was like haunting to me. In the Navy, you can sail the seven seas, and in the Navy, your eyes can pop out of your head with ease. I think that's how the song goes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That does sound right. I think you're correct. <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I just read this today. It has to do with food. Okay. And um, possibly one of the most, well, I don't say the most disturbing, but a very disturbing thing for me that today or yesterday, rather, Ireland's Supreme Court. So in Ireland, now this didn't happen in the United States, but this is still disturbing nonetheless. Ireland's Supreme Court has ruled that bread sold by the fast food chain Subway, contains so much sugar that it cannot legally be defined as bread. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, I so didn't read the story, but I did see this. When you go to Subway, you're eating meat with some other thing on it that we don't know the name of it yet. <laughs> it's not called bread, though. You know, it's not it called bread. It has to have a new name. What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> That uh, that disturbed me so greatly because, again, 
This harkens to the King Vitamin situation. Everybody thinks Subway is healthy. Yeah, well... You know, although we all know that cold cuts typically contain a level of salt that makes them somewhat unhealthy for those of us that have blood pressure issues. Do you know why? And But here... It's fucking sugar again. Do you know why people think that Subway is 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 healthy? There's the veggies. Well, the veggies is one. It's the color scheme they use. That green that green yellow just feels healthy. It pops healthy. And the company that owns them is called Doctors Associates. Is it really? Yeah, I, I really feel like yeah, it is for for real. Uh, I really feel like there's a whole lot of very clever wordplay, advertising, and suggestion. Oh, for sure. At stake when it comes to Subway. Now, I personally enjoy Subway, but now I'm going to I think twice about it, you know, because I'm trying to lose some weight. And it seems to me that bread that can't be legally defined as bread in part of the United Kingdom, um, you know, is probably not going to help me in that respect. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there and say I don't, uh, you know, I'm a little disturbed by that. Now, I mean... Is it possible that the bread over there is is um, is prepared differently? I, I don't know. Um, and it really doesn't specify in this article whether that's the case, unfortunately. I do not know. I do not know. I will but, I will say this yeah. though. I will say this. You gotta be you got have to yeah, you have to indulge sparingly in things. You can't you know motivate I'm not motivation, I'm sorry, mo- moderation in everything. Including moderation, but I'll give you a good example, Mike. I read an article mm-hmm. just the other day on CNN. Here, I'll pull it up. It's hard to exercise restraint when eating candy. For licorice lovers, inducing indulging sparingly could actually be life-saving. Saving. Excuse mm-hmm. me. A study published Wednesday in the New England Journal of Medicine says a 54-year-old man died as a result of eating too much licorice. The man, a construction worker from Massachusetts, lost consciousness inside a fast food restaurant and was taken to a hospital where he died the next day. Doctors wrote that he had a poor diet consisting primarily of several packages of candy daily and that three weeks before he switched from eating fruit-flavored soft candy to licorice candy, which contained Glycyzeric acid. Oh yeah, I, I know exactly which acid you're talking about there. Glycyzeric acid or something I got it. That's what the problem was. You shouldn't eat scissors. Sweetening compound derived from licorice root can cause a drop in potassium levels in the body, which can turn can may in turn cause high blood pressure, swelling, abnormal heart rhythms, and even heart failure, according to the FDA. While black licorice in small is safe in small quantities. It can be dangerous when consumed in large amounts or even in more moderate amounts on a regular basis. And black licorice also tastes fucking terrible. Yeah. Doctor, I mean, I still eat it periodically because I would like to remind myself that it's gross. But, yeah. So that was told to us by Dr. Jacqueline Boykin Henson. Uh, she cared for the subject of the study... So she cared for the subject of the study as an internal medicine resident physician at Massachusetts General Hospital and is now a gastroenterology fellow at Duke University. The patient was not suffering from any underlying conditions that would have had an impact on what happened to him. While his diet consisted largely of black licorice, he was active and otherwise generally healthy, she said, adding that the case has been reported that the, to the FDA for further investigation on the safety of licorice. 
That's that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This guy was eating garbage all the day, all day long. Yeah. You know, um, now it doesn't say in this report, but I read elsewhere that this was the Hershey Twizzlers and the Hershey Black Licorice Twizzlers that he was <laughs> eating. And then and then Hershey didn't have a comment <laughs> because we get, because uh, why we the hell licorice. should they? Yeah, right. We we buy licorice when we've gotten it. And I say we, I should say my parents do. Um, it's not made in the United States, and I cannot remember what country it comes oh, from. Oh, it's that good shit. But yeah, it's the good licorice. You know what I'm talking Like even the black licorice, I'd be like, ah, I could try some of that. But licorice on a whole, even when I was a kid, I often thought to myself, is this like eating those wax Coke bottles where it's wax and a flavoring in it? Because licorice has such a weird texture to it. So I've never been like one to sit and chow down on licorice because I always thought it reminds me like you remember those little wax Coke bottles you would get when yeah. we were kids and you could chew on it and the when the liquid would come out of it. But then you didn't eat the wax, which seems like a fucking stupid thing to put in your mouth. Yes. Like, hey, I think I'll just go ahead and pop the top on literally like, um, I don't know, a if is there such a thing as a microliter? I don't even know. Like this tiny little fucking <laughs> yeah, minuscule pi- amount of liquid. A liter. Yeah, like you know, this little minuscule amount of liquid that tastes like soda when I could just go drink a fucking soda and not have to put disgusting wax in my mouth. <laughs> You know, it's like wax lips too. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm assuming maybe they tasted like lips. I've never eaten them before, but uh, you know, they were they were another thing that was, I was always like, I don't understand why people want to chew on stuff like this. This is so strange. Yeah, I don't know. It's some sort of weird <laughs> chewing reflex. It's like people who are always needing to chew on something. You've always, everyone knows that person or has met that person oh, yeah. in life who's like always chewing on something. Gum, I used tobacco. to be the guy who always had to have something in my mouth. Um, <laughs> not like that. Well, maybe kind of like that. But um, I used to always uh, have hard candy on me when I was, because like when I get when I used to get nervous, my mouth would get dry, uh-huh. and so the candy was always a way that I wouldn't have that. So we would buy. My grandparents always used to get like that hard candy that came in like orange tangerine and mint chocolate and stuff. It was like the generic candies. Mm-hmm. And my parents then would buy them also and I would carry them. I even got to the point where I would like, I would consume the coffee and cream flavored ones, even though I did not like coffee <laughs> because I was like, this is all we had left. I had to use them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just an weird obsession with having them. See, the problem with me is that whenever I have hard candies, I end up crunching them up within the first minute. I can't help it. I don't know why I do it. That's like me when I try to, like, when I get myself a candy bar and it'd be like a king size, and I'll be like, I'm just going to eat one serving piece of this for right now, and I'll save the rest for later. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good luck with that. Goodbye, Twix. Yeah. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. Do you ever? <laughs> because I chowed down on all four of those motherfuckers in, like, 35 seconds yeah you know what though sometimes i eat like a disgusting fat person what i mean by that is that i i i'm not meaning to say that fat people are disgusting i mean that i'm disgusting and fat well no i'm, I'm right there with you yes i am also uh disgusting and fat when it comes to certain things that i yeah, eat and i wolfed down some boxed macaroni and cheese the other day 
And I was like, I don't. If I had seen somebody else doing that, I might have been like, oh, what the fuck? I'll just. But it was me. I'll just drop a piece of chocolate in my mouth and just let it melt and melt for like twenty mm. minutes and just and just go inside my mouth with it. It's just so gross and so. I did that with depraved. a hunk of caramello oh. the other day. Oh, dude, that's that's some good stuff right there. I will sit and eat an entire Ben and Jerry salted caramel core ice cream. Mm. The whole damn thing. And you know what? I microwave it to make it easier to shovel up. <laughs> You're like, I want to drink this shit. Yeah, not so much that it's melty-melty, just enough so that it's softer and that the core mm. of the caramel is just a touch more runny. And it just makes the whole the whole experience a little bit more magical. That sounds delightful. It is wonderful, yes. It is my favorite ice cream. See, that's why I, I kind of... Uh... I'm guilty more with the baked goods because uh, ice cream doesn't always uh, work for me. Oh, it doesn't hit the spot. Not the way a baked good does. Yeah, but I mean, even that, like, if I eat too much ice cream, yes, I will. I will pay a steep price, and so will the people around me. Oh, sure. Because I will be blowing off rotten egg-smelling farts um, that will literally... I, I farted, just to give you an example, I farted in my truck the other day. And my significant other was out of the vehicle, had gone into a convenience store, and her window was even put down a touch. And when she came back to the truck about seven minutes later, it still smelled in my truck. <laughs> that, sir, is the kind of gas I'm speaking mm -hmm. of. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, now would be a good time for a uh, musical interlude. <laughs> We we got to talking about how your week was. Did I did I talk about my week? No, absolutely. Please. Because go. while you were having issues on Monday, I too was having an issue. That I that I <laughs> I know I, I I apprised you of it while it was happening. Yeah. That I was drilling uh, into. I was basically the the shower door handle in my parents' uh, restroom. Um, had broken and I was attempting to drill a hole through the handle, the one piece of it, and then into the door so I could put a screw into it. Uh, pushed on the drill a little bit too hard while it was going and basically the drill bit snapped off and the jagged, busted-ass drill bit piece jumped off of the work and went right into my thumbnail. Ooh. And basically uh, tore my... Th like a, man, I'd say maybe as I'm looking at it now about maybe... Uh, an eighth of my nail towards the uh, left side of it just fucking splintered it everywhere. Oh, and 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 ripped some of the uh, underlying tissue also. And uh, at this point, I mean, it. The weird thing was, like, I freaked out because whenever I hurt myself, I always like, oh god, I don't want to look at it because I'm afraid what I'm like. I'm gonna see my thumb was like. Like partially evolved, I was missing a chunk of it, and I looked down. And it's got some blood on it, and I'm like, "Oh, fucking fantastic!" And there's like a lump where the nail was pushed up. And I wash my hand off, dump some rubbing alcohol on, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, "All right, this isn't too bad." And I'm pushing on it to make sure there isn't any pieces of drill bit in there. And surprisingly, it wasn't really that sore. It didn't hurt that much. Mm -hmm. But uh, I went to the doctors also. And uh, then I found out that I had had it because I thought, oh, shit, I probably ought to get a tetanus shot. The drill bits we use get used all around the farm on vehicles, things outside. They're 
they're dirty. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, nobody fucking cleans their drill bits. Right. <laughs> except for a dentist. You know, I'm like, oh, I better go and sanitize these quick before I put them back in the case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So uh, I get down there and they're like, oh, no, you, you had a tetanus shot three years ago. And I've been beating my head against the Maybe that's why I have a headache. Trying to figure out what I did three years ago that required me to get a tetanus shot. And I cannot for the life of me recall an injury that forced me to get a tetanus shot. I fucking ran a grinder wheel through my pinky earlier this year. Didn't get a tetanus shot. I, uh, sliced through the front of like the, the pad of my thumb with a piece of metal and laid it open. And all I did was put butterflies on and keep a close eye on and clean it constantly. I haven't, beautiful scar now never went and got stitches or anything like that no tetanus shot i cannot remember what the fuck i have i have a doctor's appointment like next month i'm gonna i got i wrote myself a note to ask what the hell did i get a tetanus shot for three years ago i need to ask when i have my next appointment too i I really didn't think about it but i would like to know when i'm due for my next one i think it's like every 10 years or something right yeah, every 10 years unless there is something that would be indicative to them that you needed another one. Like say I you know, was working on a fucking manure spreader and sliced the length of my arm open. There's a good chance I'd probably get another tetanus shot Yeah, because I was working with shit. Yeah. But this yeah. time – this is surprising. This is an interesting story for another reason too. I uh, – the one of the uh, PAs came in and was like, there's nothing really we can do. Because, you know, we can't do stitches underneath your nail. And I said, I don't really – I said, I think I just nicked the skin under there. But apparently there's a shitload of blood vessels right underneath your fingernail, which makes sense. Yeah, of course. You know, because there's blood vessels all in your skin. <laughs> um, but they were like, just keep an eye on it, you know, blah, blah, infection, all this other business. And then she said to me something that I've never, ever heard said in a doctor's office before. And she said, eh, we're not even going to charge you for this because we didn't do anything. Huh. And I was like, what? Yeah, really? Yeah. So I got I got a little bit of a shock there. That's amazing. Maybe they were trying to make sure that I was okay. They're like, we're going to tell him something completely unbelievable and see what his reaction is. <laughs> That's amazing. I, mm-hmm. I've never, ever heard of anyone doing that before or having that and I happen. I will say that I was picking at the nail that e- later that evening trying to pull pieces out just in case they were loose. Did not find any. But uh, a couple days later, I did have like a big piece of it that was pushing up and out that was catching on everything. So I, I've, I've taken that to clipping and filing it almost daily because I'm, sh- I'm positive that the corner of my nail is going to fall off very, very soon. Mm-hmm. I just want to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you want it to be uh, fashionable when it, when it all heals up again. I also don't want shit to go like, because, you know, like the thing I keep thinking of is I'll go to jam my hand into my pocket. And although you don't normally put your thumb in, for some reason I will because I'll be digging for something in the bottom and I will snag it on a denim or something and it's going to like rip the whole nail open again. Because actually like the, what is it, two days after it happened, I was going to walk across and I have a, a, a brick mantle uh, around an old fireplace in my uh, living room and I jammed my thumb on the brick and it started bleeding again. Oh. And I was like, oh, come on, man. But it only bled for a couple minutes and it's it actually hurt less. Like I relieved some pressure or something. So it was, it was all right. I hate it when you're some someone's describing like an injury or a painful event to you and mm-hmm. you feel it in your balls. 
You ever have that happen to you? Oh yeah. Uh, for for me, absolutely. I get like this uh, sympathy pain, but it gives me like this emptiness that hurts. I don't know how else to describe the way that it feels. And I'm like, oh god, I can totally, I can totally sympathize with that for you. And I feel weird after that. Yeah, I do that. I've had numerous people. I mean, it's like a tingling. Yeah, I used to do first aid um, at my old job all the time. Like I was the, you know, typically the one. If I was, if I was on, I was doing it because I enjoyed it. And uh, some of the stories and things that I saw were were ones that I I never I never got and like sick to the stomach. No matter how much blood and gore there was, save two incidents, and. Um, but I, I would periodically get that get that weird tingly empty feeling in my gut when when if it was something that was real, you know, out there. Like I used to have uh, cooks that used to come up that sliced parts of their fingers off, and anybody who's ever worked in the food service industry knows that um, basically somebody has to be either literally bleeding to death or dead in order for them not to return to their workstation when they're working in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like there is no excuse that is good enough. Yeah. And these people were always afraid of the, of the, you know, head chefs, the sous chef, the executive chef, etc. that they'd be like, well, we're real busy and they don't want me to leave. And I'd have to be like, you need to get stitches. <laughs> so you are going to leave. I will fucking deal with them, and I would call it down, and every time they'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> it was never, it was never even any, you know, anger about it. Mm-hmm. They were never like, "I told them we can't spare." I told them, you know, we can't spare them, and I'm telling you the same thing. It was always like, "Okay, thanks for letting me know." <laughs> yeah. And believe me, I did, I did some some patch jobs that probably required stitches and had relatively good results. Because uh, I, I had a uh, I had a method uh, to my madness that uh, that resulted in wounds staying closed and did not require any weird. It wasn't like I was putting super glue or you know dog slobber on it or anything like that. It was just so it uh, wasn't. It was it was skill. It, it was skill. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's. I think that's just part of what your job was, right? I mean, you know, just oh, yeah. something that you had to be able to be good at in order to do your I job. I thoroughly effectively. enjoyed it, though. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was probably my favorite aspect of the job. And the, uh, the a couple of the stories from my uh, from my time there that were particularly gory. I think we should save for the Halloween episode. I agree. I agree. That's... Because the one is absolutely, I still, even thinking about it, it, it makes me a little sick to my stomach. So I'm going to share that and make everybody else sick to their stomach, too. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I would advise that maybe maybe you, you just turn on the closed captioning so you can peer over periodically and see if I'm still talking. Because it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, grim story. My my one cat just jumped to the top of the divider in between rooms to get out of here. She's, she's tired of me now. Hey, last week we did a thing called Stupid Shit I Saw on Twitter, and I think we should continue continue that trend. Uh, this isn't Twitter, yeah. though. This is actually um, from Instagram. You said um, something about me doing one, so I, I oh, actually have one. Oh, do you have, have one? one? I, I do. I have one that was from last month, and it's not really stupid but kind of funny because – 
Let's be honest. There's a lot of stupid shit on Twitter right now that I could pick apart. Oh, and yeah. I just, I just, right now, I, I don't feel. It feels like low hanging fruit right now. Yeah, I just don't feel like, but this one was funny that I tripped across today. But do you want me to go first or do you want to go, go first? Go ahead. So this was a tweet that says, stop buying plastic skeletons for Halloween. It's terrible for the environment. Locally sourced, all natural skeletons are much more environmentally friendly. (laughs) That might be my favorite tweet that I have read in a long time. (laughs) But that wasn't really a stupid tweet. That was no, no, no. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was good. I I enjoyed it. We're looking for something though that that sort of breaks into the idiot level of things like what i know did you but say i just for? i thought that that, that was that was my contribution i know that i went against the rules on that one and there was another one that i saw that has a it has um uh troops from some country in europe i really couldn't tell you where and they are uh pulling out um barbed wire from the back of a truck and it says deploy the danger slinky <laughs> and now i'm never going to be able to call barbed wire anything but that that was that was it. Okay. I'm sorry it wasn't uh, amusing to you. What My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like okay. <sighs> Are you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. So, big thing. This is an Instagram uh, thing. It says here your content. Your comment goes against our community guidelines. We removed your comment because it goes against our community guidelines on hate speech or symbols. Even if you didn't mean to offend, our guidelines encourage people to express themselves in a way that's respectful for everyone. Comment removed for hate speech or symbols. That's why all men are trash. Posted on 29 (laughs) September 2020 at 11.12.05 a.m. So at the top of that written in Comic Sans says, this is not fair. And underneath, her comment is, and her name, by the way, is Karen underscore, and I don't know the rest because it's been blocked out. Did you say Karen? Yes. Yes, her name is Karen. Why does Instagram keep removing my comments? I didn't assert something negative or hateful. These are facts, and I stated the facts that most men are trash. My ex-husband is a perfect example of shit of (laughs) trash. This Instagram definitely is handled by a bunch of misogynistic men who are against women empowerment. I will definitely talk to the manager in charge. This behavior Uh is intolerant. I can say anything. Freedom of speech. Oh, hashtag freedom of speech. Hashtag Instagram. Hashtag all lives matter. Hashtag Donald Trump. Hashtag Trump 2020. Hashtag anti-mask hashtag keep America great. Not sure why all those additional hashtags were required for this specific post unless this woman is just a a super troll or a bot. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, assess, I'm, I'm assessing. I'm assuming the name isn't really Karen either Probably because not. that was just such a perfect I want to speak to the manager in charge kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, and the unnecessary inclusion and un, un, I mean... She didn't say anything about Trump or anything like that in her message, but she included the hashtags. And I feel like this was uh, just a masterful troll. (laughs) Mm. I I think that this is a troll account. And I mean, it's just too perfect. It's too on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, um, yeah, we'll post it on the uh, on the page on dembeans.biz and uh, let people decide for themselves. Hmm. 
I found another story on Facebook. Uh, so this is a picture of someone holding up a little pocket-sized uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States of America. And this is somewhere in Millbrae, California. While going through security at the airport, I forgot something in my back pocket, so I held it in my hand as I walked through the security machine. As I walked through, the TSA agent motioned to me, motioned to what I held and said, I'll need to see your passport. It's not my passport. It's my constitution, I replied. Go ahead, right ahead, sir, he uh-huh. said. That never happened. Mm-mm. Never happened. Never no. fucking happened. And if it did... They didn't care about his fucking constitution because they realized, oh, he didn't need a passport <laughs> because he was on a domestic flight and the idiot just happened to have a constitution in his pocket. Well, yeah. Don't you always carry one around? Oh, with you? sure. Because I want to show everyone I want to virtue signal what a great American I am. Well, not only that, I always find that the people who, um, well, on on perhaps one side, I should say who claim to know the Constitution better than anybody are the ones who cherry-pick pieces of it and don't have any actual idea what's inside of it. So carrying it around, I don't know, is that supposed to make you believe that they know what's in it or what? I'm not certain, you know, but uh, I find that's usually the case. I would think that anyone who considers themselves to be a constitutional scholar probably doesn't need one for reference for most of the important <laughs> Probably ones. not, yeah. You know, I mean, it is, it is literally... You know, I can see there being a debate and being like, all right, I got to crack into the books for this one, guys. I just don't know. But if you're on the street talking to somebody and you're starting to argue about your rights, you probably as a constitutional scholar, a real smart pet fella. You'll probably know how to recall the information you need for your argument. Maybe maybe it's just for the simple fact of being able to. Um, produce a hard copy so that you can say, ha ha, it says it right here. But all of that, I think, unfortunately, even though most of these, most of the words in the Constitution seem very um, unambiguous to most people, uh, unfortunately, it becomes one of those things where it's left to interpretation much like, you know, uh, like religious documents and so yeah. forth. I swear we're the only country that does that, mm-hmm. that, I, that I'm aware of, where you can say, well, I mean, I know that it says, you know, equality for everybody, but maybe what they really meant was that we can all eat eggs for breakfast. I think that's what my interpretation of that is. Yeah. Like it's it's just like the most outlandish horse shit comes out of these people's mouths mm-hmm. to to prove a point. I'm I'm so I'm so fucking tired of hearing the terms, oh, well, that's unconstitutional from people because – no, because somebody doesn't agree with you does not make it unconstitutional, mm-hmm. you fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's like when someone says it's unconstitutional for you to have to wear a mask. Like why is that unconstitutional? Yeah, where does it say in the Constitution yeah. that you cannot be you know, required to wear a mask when it comes to a massive public health pandemic? Well, here's the thing. And I saw a great a great uh, uh, analogy, which was the, uh, the 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 blitz bombings in Britain um, mm-hmm. during World War Two. 
Um, people were asked to turn off their lights and stay in their homes quietly and not go anywhere. And people complied with that. And if you were someone who said, I don't want to do that, the other people would turn to you and say, well, you must because you're not just keeping yourself safe. You're saving all of our lives, too. Mm-hmm. And anyone with half a brain would be like, oh, I guess you're right. I can't just sacrifice all you because I think that there might not be bombings tonight. You it's, know? it's the selfish entitlement that exists right now where everything everything is a conspiracy everything is a fight mm. and everything is something for you to fight whether it was something that was beneficial to you or not right and it's it's sad it really i mean it is sad i see i mean we see it here in pennsylvania all the time you know people that are pissed uh because of the way that the head of the state duly elected head of the state uh conducted his business and uh I will say this, and I think I may have said it before on here. I don't remember if I did or not, but if it had been – regardless of the party, if it had been a Republican in office that said, you need to stay the fuck home and wear masks because this is serious shit, I would have agreed with them just the same. I'm not looking for a reason to spread a fucking uh, you know, virus. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. Yeah. You know, It makes sense when you have the public's best interest at heart. Yeah. Well, when you want to turn and politicize everything from the kind of soda that you drink to the brand of toilet paper that you buy and everything else, you'll look for an excuse to piss and moan about anything. Well, so, yeah. you know, and I think there's probably a large number of highly delusional people in the far reaches of these communities, these whether it's the right or the left, really. Oh, yeah, um, there's extremists on both know, sides, there's, absolutely. There's the people, like I saw a Twitter post uh, the other day of this woman. She's standing there in a shirt that says, Trump isn't my president, he's my king. And I'm like, that is exactly what we fought the Revolutionary War for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Do you think that maybe uh, they were on to something there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, you're brain damaged. You're no longer allowed to vote. I wish that that was a possibility. Like, like I'm sorry, you're not. You are not emotionally, or mm-hmm. or or in or, or you're not capable of forming a coherent thought. You are not capable of rational thinking. You did not. You never reached the age of reason. Therefore, you have been stripped of your right to vote. I'm sorry, but you, you know, if we want to talk about stripping people of their right to vote, I think it should be the people who are not capable, like children. These people yeah, well, are children. I'm, you know, and I also think. I mean, if we're going to have a monarchy here. Uh, why don't we go with one that is tried and true and has apparently been working for centuries, et cetera, that they have experienced decorum and everything else? Right, right. <laughs> not not some fucking uh, hopped up uh, reality show host, uh, et cetera. And I, I'm not going to get into any more of this uh, because I just, I just don't want to because I've already been – we have all been overtaxed in the past days and especially today by news and uh, everything of of this administration i don't have any desire to speak of it anymore yeah i'd like to talk about more naked people i saw at the hotel okay 
this story comes from a very special place in my heart. Speaking earlier of how much I love first aid and, and uh, everything, periodically we would get calls for people who had fallen in their bathtubs. And although in hindsight, uh, pulling somebody out of a bathtub is a terrible fucking idea, and you should always leave that to emergency services, not do it yourself. But decided uh, between myself and this other person who was more senior in the department than I was at this point, that we were going to lift this very old man out of the bathtub at his wife's request. And my my partner got behind this gentleman and was standing kind of on the rim of the tub, putting her, you know, hooked him underneath of his arms and was lifting him. And I grabbed a hold of his hands and I was... Um, um, bracing myself against the tub and we're pulling him out as I realize that his penis is getting closer and closer and closer to my face. Oh, nice. I end up with his junk literally mere centimeters from the tip of my nose. And uh, we got him out of the tub okay. Didn't, he didn't have any injury or anything. So he's standing in the room, and his wife is like, put some goddamn pants on. So he goes and gets himself a pair of pajama pants no underwear, and um, stands there with them on as his dong pops out the fucking fly of his pants, and he's standing there with his dick hanging out while he's talking to us. Wow. And his wife is like, um, and I'm like, hey, you might want to do something about that. Like, you know, the cow kind of poked its head out the uh, barn door there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> probably one of my probably my favorite because I can I can laugh about that one easily story because the guy was I was just a sweet old man I don't I don't think he had any intention of you know walking around with his with his wang hanging out in front of us but uh, it just kind of happened that way yeah and it was it was funny it was funny but I do not ever recommend. If it's a stranger in a place, you know, trying to lift them out of the bathtub if they fell, that's that's a terrible idea. Yeah. That is a fucking terrible idea. Uh, nobody masturbated this time. Nobody masturbated. Well, at least not while I was there. No. <laughs> so is that the gamut or is that the run of naked people that you've seen? Oh, fuck no. No, no, no. I got more. Okay. I, I, I just thought maybe I could stretch this out a little bit. Uh, if you'd like me to tell you another one, I'm certainly uh, no, capable no, of it. No, no, by all means, uh, if you want to stretch this out and make it an episodic thing, I'm, I'm all for <laughs> stretch it. Stretch it out like so many peni. Peni. Blah, 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 blah. Peni. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. So. Hmm. I do have uh, other a couple other things I would love to speak of. Okay. I have been. I don't. Do you have? Do you have Hulu? I have not signed up for it yet. No. Okay. There is a series on there, and I know this was a movie, but it's called um, "Things We Do in the Shadows," if I'm not mistaken. Ah, yes. I want to see that. That is fucking hilarious. And the good thing is, it's on. It's on FX. But you don't get to hear all the swearing on FX when you watch it on Hulu. All the swearing is there. Nice. It is fucking amazing. It's got Matt Berry I, in it, right? Hi, yes, I highly recommend watching it because I don't know, like mockumentaries. I've never been a big fan of it. Like, okay, Spinal Tap was okay, but I wouldn't be like, oh, that was brilliant. There's other ones that I've watched where I was like, I don't know, they're trying too hard. This just kind of 
rolls perfectly through and I think is, is very, very funny. And uh, some other things that I watch, not necessarily so funny, but still on, on Hulu. And I'm, this isn't a commercial for Hulu. It just happens to be where it's at in case you want to uh, in case you want to listen to or listen to it, watch it. Uh, there is a documentary called Hillbilly, which is uh, produced by a by a woman who um, identifies herself as being liberal, and is basically about how the um, people that live in the Appalachian area uh, are not so appreciative of the um, the way that people envision them, and how that affected the 2016 election. It was actually pretty interesting, I got to say, because a lot of them um, ended up voting Republican, even though they had been lifelong Democrats because of the way that they had been treated. And it really was eye opening. Hmm. And the other one, which I absolutely loved, wasn't funny in, in a particular way, but uh, was just very enjoyable to watch. It was called Hail Satan. OK. Which has to do with um, – how the um, Satanic Temple has been fighting to keep the separation between church and state, regardless of the pressure that they have taken on, especially in, in southern states um, and states heading out into middle America where they have a tendency to want to mix the two, even though it's very plain that the Founding Fathers did want separation. I believe it's actually written, separation of church and state, you know, um, and it was, it was, uh, it was, it was eye-opening. It was interesting to see how much footwork they've done to try to ensure that that separation exists. It was, it was, it was very good. It's very interesting that a church called the church, the temple of Satan is such a po- force of positivity and goodness in the world because they really, oh, really it absolutely are. Absolutely is. <clears throat> they really are. I mean, they, they, I've been impressed they with raise them for money years. for charities. They, um, um, you know, gather socks and coats for needy people, right. Christmas presents for, you know, toys for tots type thing. And the thing is that even the leader of the church has said it's not really about worshiping Satan. It's about providing a viewpoint other than the one that we are constantly having shoved down our throats with right. regards to, um, you know, Christianity, so to speak, right. like they want they want all religions to be to be viewed equally. And they don't want, you know, one like obviously when it comes to Christianity here in the United States, that is the predominant religion. And that's the one that gets the the most clout and the most attention, and unfortunately, has a hand in our policy making when it shouldn't. Right. Right. So it was it was very it, I mean, it was interesting talking about making the, the Baphomet uh, statue that they have and. And everything it was it was fantastic, and watching him fight it out in a war of wits with uh, with a congressman was also great because the congressman comes off looking like a, a fucking a chubby douchebag. I really like the idea of Baphomet. Baphomet is a very fascinating creature or or a fascinating symbol, I guess I should say. Uh, on its arms are written "Et uh, Solve and Coagula," which is solvent and coagulate to be fluid and to be solid mm-hmm. um he has 
it has both male and female genitals and or- ah. sex organs and secondary like sexual characteristics. Um, it is a, a, a nature-based entity that is the duality of man personified in a man-woman hybrid that is neither gender but both. It is the unity of all things human into a single super being. Um, and one of the reasons why I like it so much is because I feel like it, it, it talks about um, not only our um, our spiritual growth on a personal level to be mm-hmm. uh, able to, for example, um, inhabit yourself enough and comfortably enough to recognize where you fit within that fluidity and solidity, solidity spectrum, but also um, that it has a representation of the human society's change towards a more solid um, and yet fluid hmm. society that is no longer looks at things like like transgender or um, or 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 race or creed as being a, a, um, a flaw. Or 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 uh, something to be fixed, but rather something to integrate completely. I think it also looks badass and is a great uh, tool for marketing for uh, metal bands. Oh, for sure, and I'd like to get a tattoo of it. So you know. Oh yeah, for for certain, especially the statue that they had because it has two children. Like like Baphomet is welcoming the children and trying to teach them. Unlike uh, if you saw a priest welcoming two children, he's trying to fuck them probably. <laughs> so you know. It all <laughs> it all works out. Yeah. And man, I would love, love, love to talk about this longer, but uh, we're running a little short on time, so that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Boy, I don't even think I have a giving it to you one, because I was just talking about priests, and that would make me feel kind of icky. So uh, giving it to you by not giving it to you right now, because ugh, no thank you. Goodbye. If you'd like to learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's. it's I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or a son of a yeah. bitch.